Welcome back to the realm of Daconia, where legends are born, myths are made, and adventure is as common as commoners. I'm your dungeon master, Pete. Hey there. To my right. Hey guys, it's Merrick Copperkettle. Uh, feeling a little weird after what happened uh, last session. You know, not the fact that Haxian died or anything, but my, my one butt cheek is sore from being suction cupped to death. Uh, anyways. Hey, what's going on? Hey Merrick, it's uh, it's Gadriel again, you know, the Asmar Hexblade Warlock. Um, I, on the other hand, am feeling a little little uh, saddened after the death of one of our good pals. He was my uh, impersonating buddy. Me and him would uh, impersonate people together. <laughs> um, but it is a sad day here, losing Haxian, but we're off to continue our adventure. So to my right. Hey, guys, it's Andy coming back as Belmont, your probably least favorite blue tiefling in the whole world. <laughs> um, but... Uh, and it's it saddens me that uh, Hexian's gone now. Oh well, probably for the best. <laughs> whoa, <laughs> no, I'm whoa. just kidding. <laughs> I'm just That's kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and to my right, Justin. Uh, hey guys, it's Justin returning once again as Grillcock, um, the very sad large man that. Uh, Hopefully, doesn't do anything rash as a result of this uh, untimely demise. Oh God, that's foreshadowing! Oh my God, <laughs> I heard him right. He said he had a rash from this untimely demise. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, last session. You all escaped the city of Claydale. Found out there is a bounty on your head, put in place by a certain. Wolfenstein, and they're going to be after you from here on out, it seems, and you guys uh, made your way across with the help of Doug, and uh, across the rooftops of the city, left the city, but on the way out, as it was stated multiple times by our party here, Haxian Farshaper is no more. He is down in the watery depths, chilling with Bootstrap Bill or something. Anyway, that's, it's not canon, that's not canon, I'm just saying it because it's funny, okay? <laughs> This is not a part of the Caribbean tale. Anyway, <laughs> uh, you guys are now rushing out of the city with Merrick's zoo on your <laughs> way across the bridge, which, or no, yeah, he turned around to pick you guys up. W and I think wasn't it Merrick's away. menagerie of animals? Merrick's menagerie of animals? Okay, I don't remember <laughs> being there. All right. Okay, yeah. yeah so that's I... where we leave off. I'm going to say you guys rush out of the city and have to... Uh, you, you lost the pursuing guards, or rather they kind of stopped chasing you after they left their city. And the other agents of Wolfenstein. And you guys now have to make, someone can make a survival check to find a place to set up camp. That is not Belmont. Uh, without metagaming, who has the highest wisdom? <laughs> without metagaming, he says. Justin, what's yours? If I recall... I, I'm rocking a plus one over here. Oh, shit. So not terrible, I but... have a plus two. Uh, I've okay. spent my entire life in the woods, so I, I'm pretty good with, like, knowing where trees are. And you can and roll for it. Rocks and sticks and stuff like that. 
By the way, is your cart with us right now? Yeah. <laughs> he somehow got it uh, got it out of the city. It's a ten. It was uh That's a ten? Yes, sir. <clears throat> I'll say that you find you can find a safe space. This isn't like a crazy t- like t- uh, terrain. This is pretty easy. Hey guys. See it's that spot over there, like where I'm pointing? See a nice spot next to a creek going through the woods off the trail a little ways. Doesn't that look like the opposite of imminent death? <laughs> <laughs> I think we yeah. should stay there. I have to agree with you, Merrick. You'd probably like sit down and cry and have like real deep talks about what happened earlier today. I think that would be a good time. What do you guys think? Just gotta keep bringing it up, man. We can... Well, we're all thinking it. I'm just <laughs> saying it. We uh, have been walking for 20 minutes trying to get out of the city. And every three and a half minutes, trust me, I've been counting, you have brought it up on the <laughs> dot. And I don't know how you're doing it. Hey, you're just all miserable because you're walking. And I've been riding on this cart. Nobody said yeah, you couldn't it, ride. You're just getting all ornery because you got racks in your boots. <laughs> if you went barefoot like me, you'd never have racks in your boots ever because you'd have no boots. But wouldn't you always be stepping on rocks anyway? Not if I'm riding on a cart. But then you get splinters. No. What kind of cart are you riding on? <laughs> An unfinished he's, one. He's a halfling. They don't, they don't really care about that stuff. That's a good point. They're immune to splinters. <laughs> Splinter damage. <laughs> it's in the stats, I think, isn't it? Yeah, there it is. It's level uh, one, you get it. Okay, so you guys uh, go over to the spot, set up camp, and uh, I'm going to say you got to take away a ration. If you're, we were doing that. We haven't done that in quite some time. I think we kind of just, for actually, you know what? We've been intermittent fasting. Uh, we, hadn't, yeah, we hadn't set it in the <laughs> city because you guys ate so many corn dogs. <laughs> the, they're booming now, economically. They're... Uh, it's it's really a, a drive of Claydale at this point. So wait, are you suggesting that I'm shitting my brains out behind a rock near camp? Probably. Yes, you probably yeah. are. <laughs> Grillcog hadn't seen it before and just ate the stick for the first two corn dogs he did with it and then realized he had to not eat the stick of it. <laughs> hey, that's fiber. Of course that's gonna make me shit. <laughs> and the stick is pure fiber. So you guys are sitting around the fire. So, Merrick was right. Probably is the best time to get some stuff off our chest, isn't it? For everyone listening at home, that's Merrick just staring blankly at (laughs) Belmont. (laughs) I can't help but feel as though this is my fault. I should have trusted you guys to begin with, and I need to tell you, more about my relationship with Wolfenstein and why he's chasing me and why I've been acting like, to be blunt, a regular asshat, as Merrick would call me. Um, yeah, what what the hell is your deal with this Wolfenstein guy? Because we followed you in blindly, uh, just out of sheer faith in our friendship, and he is a big, bad, evil guy. And how is he related to you? What is the deal? Please share with us now that we are not facing him <laughs> um, the doom. Well, he's going to, Belmont's starting to tear up a little bit. And he says, 
Wolfenstein was my uh, my adopted father. From a young age, he taught me how to not only shave and court women and the typical things a father does, but he also showed me how to become his right hand and become essentially his successor and his assassin. So I've been on the run from him for, God, I lost count of how many years, um, because he, he forced me to do something that I didn't feel was right. But with that said, I can't take away 10 years, oh, 15 years, however long it's been of brainwashing. And whenever I see him, evidently, I fall back into that manic, depressive state. And uh, I've, at this point, he's going to reach underneath his shirt and grab out a, a necklace that you see. It's a black leather strap that's tied to a red ruby crystal. And he's going to hold on to it and grasp, and grasp it in his hand and say, uh, I've done a lot in my life that I'm not proud of. And I've been trying to change and I've been trying to find my family that I lost 20-something years ago. Evidently, his hold on me is much stronger than I initially thought. So for that, I am sorry that I led you down this road without more information, without trusting you. And now one of us is dead. That's on me. Oh, man. I, that's pretty interesting. I have a very similar necklace to that. And I reach in and pull mine out. And it's um, a crystal hanging off my necklace that's blue. A sapphire type. That is odd. Where did, where did you get that? I've had this for as long as I can remember. The same. That's... It's got to be a coincidence. Yeah, I. I don't know. This is where I get my. This is uh. This spellcasting focus for me. This is where I get all the magic from. Yeah, same. And I'm gonna begin to cast uh, just like a firebolt, and you'll see the the ruby begins to shine as I have it in my hand, and then I'll just put it out. The forest catches fire. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know what you guys want to do at this point. If I understand if none of you can trust me again and you want me to leave, I get it. Help me, but We all have different paths and backgrounds which have led us to this point here. And, you know, I, I understand why you're, you weren't forthcoming with that information to begin with. However, now we're in this all together and there's a price in all our heads. And uh, just going forward, I say we just don't uh, not have any secrets if we can help. I agree with you. Um, but the only one that's got the biggest price on his head is Wolfenstein. We have to go collect. He's got a price on his head? He killed our friend. Uh, well, I thought you meant there no. was an actual bounty on his head because you... That doesn't, no. I'm a bounty hunter. <laughs> I mean, that's a... I'd be all for that. I'll tell you what, I'll put a bounty on his head and then I'll pay you. How about that? <laughs> real, I will say this. You know that, I mean, that 
it makes perfect sense why you'd be that surprised. No one would be stupid enough to put a bounty on someone like his head. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, I'm like, that, it's kind of crazy. If there's a, if there's somebody bigger than him that puts that price on his head, then we're <laughs> even in more trouble. Then <laughs> we're fucked. Exactly. Um, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Merrick, you're uh, awfully quiet over there. I figured that uh, I'd just kind of listen as to what you had to say because uh, I, I didn't really see anything happen. I just found out he was dead. So <laughs> if someone would like to explain what it is that happened, that would be fantastic because he... I heard that Wil- Wolfenstein just killed him. So... Uh, that's insane like what how did he do it i mean not like gruesome details but With, what happened it wasn't wolfenstein himself it was an extension of him his his army his men axion jumped onto that boat with that giant machine that blew up the bridge and by the grace of whatever deity was watching over him managed to use the, use it on the boat itself and sunk the ship Unfortunately, he went down with it. Well, that's sad. You can see Grailcog at this point is pacing. Very restless. You know, Grailcog, if you keep pacing, it's going to give me more of a headache than anything. What do you have to say? Uh, All right, listen. For getting things off our chest, I might as well talk about what it is that I have. And he doesn't sit down at this point, but you can see he's kind of standing, and at this point, he has a look on his face that you've never seen before. Like, typically speaking, Grelkog is a pretty, like, teddy bear-esque sort of person. He comes to the aid of those around him quite regularly, but otherwise, he seems to be just like a goofy, fun-loving dude. But you can see the fire is throwing shadows on his face that is casting him in a much different light. Many years ago at this point, I had a very simple life. I had a family. I had a wife. I had a beautiful daughter. They meant the world to me. But as my town was under threat, I was called off to war. And I... I did my best to defend those that I loved. But as the war spread, and it threatened my town, I managed to reach town just in time to watch my wife, my daughter, my unborn child killed before my very eyes. No one in that town, friend or foe alike, survived my wrath. From that point forward, I knew not what it was to connect with others. All the connection I had with the rest of the world was that evil had to be punished. It had to be stopped. And at this point, all I want to do is march right out of here and absolutely 
annihilate this man who has caused so much wrong in the world. He is one of the roots that must be ripped up and torn apart. Grilled and at this point, he kind of turns away from the fire and he's no longer looking at everybody. Yeah, Grailcog, as you finish your statement, there, uh, the sky looks clear, but you guys somehow hear crackling of thunder nearby. Belmont is going to stand up and go over to um, Grailcog and put a hand on your shoulder and say, well, I agree with you on everything. Wolfenstein and his men are far too powerful for us at this point. We need to continue over to Mount Milkman, is that what it was? And we need to finish the task we were sent here to do. Oh, don't worry. I haven't lost focus on what needs to be done. That is the ultimate evil of the land. But once that ultimate evil is finished, or if we ever encounter this evil in our path ever again, he will no longer have a head to spew his BS ever again. For that, um, D- DM, can I request if if anybody wants to to make an insight check to see if they notice something that my uh, that Grailcog is doing? Sure. Sure. I will. I'm I'm right next to you, so. Yeah, Belmont's yeah. right with you. That's a three. <laughs> Belmont's eyes are just bawling at this point. <laughs> Can't see anything. Um, so, uh, does anybody else try to roll insight? Sure, I will. Okay. That's a five. <laughs> Apparently, none of us. All right, wh- we're all so enthralled by your story that none of us are even what? making eye contact with you. Yeah, what did happen that no one noticed? We'll, well I'll ask you that. All right, so yeah, nobody noticed the fact that Grailcog actually gets choked up, and you—if you were were paying more attention—he is in fact actually crying at this point. Okay. Um, Belmont's gonna kind of motion you to like move your head down to his level, <laughs> and he's <laughs> going to whisper in your ear and say, "Grailcog, I need you to make me a promise." If I what ever, is it? I have a darkness inside of me, a dark side that I don't want to let back out. And I need you to promise me that if I ever go down that road again, you will smash my head in with your thunder so that I don't cause any more harm, any more suffering. Okay. He kind of, he brings his hand to his chest very forcefully so that you kind of hear um, the, the pounding of his fist against his chest and says on my honor I will ensure that that never happens and he'll nod his head as like a like a thank you and then say uh, well anybody else have anything they want to get off their chest or say while we're all bawling our eyes out 
Yeah, um, I, I just like to point out that it has been thundering and lightning like crazy, and I've been sitting up my tent like a madman, and you guys are just standing there with monologues and shit. This is insane. Get inside, damn it. Take <laughs> oh, shelter. Uh, uh, that's that's my bad. And you watch Grelka kind of take a collecting breath, and the sky clears back up. <laughs> Fuck, Grelkog, my god. Jeez. <laughs> when I tell a sad story, people just kind of like look away like, oh god, nobody wants to look at the sad little dude over there. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. Ah, it's like, it's like a beggar in the street, you know, asking for help. People turn a blind eye. If they don't look at him, they don't got to deal with it. Okay, is, uh, is anybody else have, are gonna say anything else? I was just gonna say that I appreciate all of you understanding where I'm coming from, and I'm gonna head off to bed. Okay, is everyone else going to bed? Yep. yep. Gadriel is uh, actually, for once, silent. <laughs> <laughs> speechless. He's speechless for now. All right. We get there with a whole lot of things needed to be said. Holy cannoli. Here, I'm, I'm watching. Guys, I'm watching. It's just like you viewers at home. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's a lot of cool stuff we hadn't uh, talked about. That was great. I'm actually going to give Belmont and Grelcog, give yourself an inspiration die. That was Woo! that was really crazy. Woo. I felt like I was watching a movie right here. <clears throat> All right. Uh, what What's an inspiration die again? How many, uh, Which die is it? Uh, for our homebrew rules, it's just a D4. Yeah. D4. Okay. Just uh, just double checking. Thank you, all powerful DM. I don't know. I got two. Well, yeah, you do. You have one from before. You're going to collect them until the final boss battle. I know it, you piece <laughs> of crap. I <laughs> all this inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you guys wake up the following morning. And uh, birds are chirping, skies are blue. No one seems to be around. You hear the occasional person pass by on the trail. And uh, it's time for breakfast. Just do what you got to do. Uh, and as you guys are kind of doing your thing, <clears throat> grabbing some food and uh, waking up, you hear <clears throat> this giant thud and the ground kind of shudders. And you hear like a big <clears throat> coming from a little ways away, followed by a woman screaming. Son of a bitch, we just woke up and it's already starting. All right, everybody up. Let's go. And uh, I'm not leading the way, but somebody will. The, the noise came from farther down the path that you have not traveled yet, the way you're supposed to go That's to get to toward Mount Snowman. No, no, you do not have to backtrack. Yeah, it's toward, it's toward your objective. Yeah. Well, wake up, Eric. Wake morning, up. everybody. Oh, oh. Duty calls. Let's go. Oh, Duty. Wicked oh, you morning breath, Merrick. Oh. Hey, that's <laughs> you... not me. That is not me. Did you make out with Spayburn in your sleep? Like, God, that's awful. <laughs> Hell no, I don't swing that way. Spayburn is still passed out, <laughs> upside down, <laughs> laying in the, in the cart. I'm just gonna say Spayburn, and then I'm gonna <laughs> hold a piece of meat over his snout. Does he wake up? He puts your entire hand in his mouth and eats the piece of meat. <laughs> ah, son of a bitch. All right, come on, Spayburn. <laughs> so, um, oh, Grelcog, would you mind leading the way? I'm already on it. Uh, Grelcog has been up since, like, 5.30 in the morning. Oh, sweet Was Jesus. he cooking for us? 
Uh, he throws a piece of bacon to each person. I picture him standing there, slaving over a hot stove with a kiss the cook apron. <laughs> that is exactly what he's doing. Or does it say kiss my barbarian spellbook? <laughs> All hail the barbarian spellbook. <laughs> so right. Grelcon takes off, and it <laughs> yanks off his apron and tosses it into his bag and heads <laughs> off toward the noise as the party follows. Is he like the Brock from Pokemon? Like, just the dude that always yeah, cooks cook, everybody he's else. He's yeah. secretly really good at cooking, but he's mostly just good at kicking ass. <laughs> yes, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you guys that makes are running. Sense. <laughs> so you guys are running through the trees. And as you uh, come toward a clearing, you see a human woman in a tree uh, trying to climb higher as two ogres are beneath her, smacking the tree and trying to shake it. And what they're trying to kind of uproot it, trying to get to her. They're just being crazy, like trying to climb this tree. I'm going to say, Oh, ugly! And I'm going to cast a vicious mockery on one of them. Okay. Um, is that that's a spell save I think right? Yes, and then they have to. Uh, I think it's a wisdom save. I believe you can look it up real quick. Yes, I will. Just for you. Well, thank you. Vicious mockery. You unleash a string of insults laced with subtle enchantments to a creature that you can that can hear answer you within range. Um, they must succeed a wisdom saving throw or take 1d4 psychic damage and have disadvantage on the next attack roll it makes before the end of its next turn. Okay. My save is a 15. <clears throat> oh my god. You, you got a net 20. <laughs> oh, Jesus. These things are really dumb, but not right now. You go, hey, ugly, and he turns around and goes... Hey, I'm beautiful. <laughs> my self my self confidence is higher than most other beings. <laughs> you literally so dumb he doesn't even realize that he's talk you're talking to him. Yeah, right. He's like, Hey Steve, <laughs> talking to you. <laughs> he goes, Yeah, he's talking to you and he goes, No, he's talking to you, he's talking to you and they're smacking each other. <laughs> they just turn around and look at you and the the other one <laughs> one is like Hey, that's not nice. And he actually sounds like that because I'm going to say he's smart just because I rolled really high. And the other one's like, Bah! That's the one you heard yelling. <laughs> and the other guy's going to run over and try to smack you with a giant tree stuff he's holding. Everybody roll for initiative. Pete, before we start, can I just uh, just verify with you that I'm going to... Puff of smoke is going to appear. I'm going to reach in, elbow deep, and pull out my uh, my uh, great sword. Yes, sir. Okay. This The cloud is going to be um, like glowing... A dark red from inside. Sweet. That is dark super smoke. cool. Yes, you reach into your cloud and pull out your awesome, what kind of sword Great sword. Great sword. I thought so. Okay. Awesome. <clears throat> so everybody roll initiative. Mm. I'm slow. What did you get, Belmont? A seven. Ah. Got a ten. Wait, I do have to ask a question. Merrick, what, oh, what would you get, Merrick? Nineteen. Ooh. Is Merrick riding Spayburn? No. <laughs> he dismounted. <laughs> okay. He's too busy eating all this breakfast the people kept waving in his fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> he almost ate my hand. I have a dog groomed for battle that just sits on his ass and eats ham steaks all day. 
<laughs> he did. He ate overweight and out of shape. Yeah, grilled cog sandwich. He's eating all this other stuff. He ate a couple corn dogs. Okay, grilled cog. What'd you get for initiative? Got a nineteen. Okie doke. Wait, what'd you get, Merrick? Seventeen, right? Nineteen. Well, you guys both got one. Well, who goes first? You guys can decide who wants to go first. You both roll the same thing. Who has higher dexterity? All right. Then. Oh my, yeah, my dexterity is only a plus three. Okay, then, then Merrick is up first. Cause those ogres are slow as hell. How do you know Merrick's dexterity is a plus five? You peeking at my character sheet? Get out of here! <laughs> <laughs> There's important was, stuff written over yeah, here. That was super delayed. <laughs> <laughs> you were silent, so I figured I'd answer for you. <laughs> <laughs> You bastard, you stay on your side of the table. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, we all kind of watch you a lot. Like, y- you disappear on us all the time. We need to make sure we understand you and who you are. We secretly have shifts of who's watching Merrick, and we all rotate every couple hours. <laughs> well, if that's true, I must say, you guys are terrible at it because I'll just walk away and no one ever knows. Uh, it, was a, it was a recent meeting. So, Pete. Can you describe to me the layout of this whole scene here? Okay, there is a small opening around all the trees. In the center of the opening is a larger tree, which the woman is climbing, and the ogres were around that. There's one that is holding, like, a tree stump, like I said, and the other one's got kind of like a... Actually, it's probably the other half of the tree. (laughs) He's got the branch (laughs) side, and the other guy's got the stump side. So there's branch ogre and stump ogre. And where is this girl? They, uh, she's up in the tree, and... I just want to be clear, not the tree that they're holding, No, a not, different not tree. the tree that they're holding, the okay. one that they were trying... They couldn't just pull this one out of the ground. This one was a bigger tree. That's okay. why they're having trouble getting to it. Okay. So, yes, they are, like, you have to run up to them. They're probably, like, 20 feet away right now. Oh, okay. That was going to be my next question, because I can't move very far on my action, so... Okay. All right. I'm going to... Uh, run straight up to one of those big fellers and I'm going to be right at his heels. I'm going to say, hey, stop that. I'm, I'm going to tell him to stop and I'm going to point one of my little tiny swords at him and say, stop. So you're trying to, you're going to roll to persuade the ogre to stop? Uh, I don't know. I'm just telling him to stop. Oh, I thought that was your action. All right. What are I'm, you I'm just yelling at him saying, okay. stop. He goes, he just looks at you. Are you yelling at the one that was talking or the one that was just growling? Oh, I don't know. Just any of them. You point at him and the one goes... Whoever's got the stump. The one guy goes, no. And the other one goes, Bah! Then you leave me no choice. I'm going to stab him. <laughs> this is epic. <laughs> uh, that's a 19 to stab. Yes, you are super gonna stab. Is this Merrick's first damage? I was just about to ask that. I think it is. I don't. I'm pretty. I think he's done something else. He stabbed a bugbear. Everybody oh. keeps thinking oh, I yeah. never like hurt things, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that'll be six stabbing damage. Okie doke. Stabby stabby. Ah, quick like lightning, I unsheath my other scimitar and I stab him in the ankle. And uh, that's a 22. Yeah, you definitely stab him in the 20, ankle. 24 These guys something got like that. thick calves and ankles. And that's 11 stabbing damage. Javage? 
Jabbage. 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 Okay. <laughs> Jibby nice. Jabbing stabbage. You stab the one that was talking, and he's like, ow, oh, owie, stop. Ha. Oh, yeah? <clears throat> You're telling me to stop. Well, you you didn't stop when I asked you to. Um, oh, oh, yeah, well, you, you're small and dumb, and I'm big and cool. Oh. <laughs> well, you heard it, guys. I guess I guess that's it. Time to just go home. And that's going to be my turn. Yeah, Grill Cog, it's your turn. All right, I'm looking at them at eye level, I believe. Um, <laughs> and I'm pretty much saying, yeah, it doesn't matter the size. We're way cooler than you are. And I've also got a hammer. And I am going to uh, swing in. Actually, no, I'm going to go into a rage, first of all, because um, Grelcock has been looking forward to taking out his anger on some poor, unfortunate soul. Trademark, maybe. Um, and he is going to first rage and then attack with his warhammer at the orc that just insulted his good old buddy old pal um, <laughs> Merrick. Okay, <laughs> that's, that's the one Merrick just swung at. Also, they're ogres, just to make sure you know. They're not orcs. Well, whatever. I'm gonna <laughs> pretend like I'm looking at him at eye level. Yeah, he's a little bit taller than you. I was gonna say that. You're not exactly <laughs> ogre-sized, but you're kind of looking at his, his like, his belly button. <laughs> You're a mountain of yeah, a man, whatever. but a peanut of an ogre. <laughs> mm. Anyway, um, the, oh, jeez. All right, well, I, I crit on him. Okay, wonderful. <laughs> Smack him with your hammer. All right, so let's, let's use that D10 here real hard, real fast. So yes, 12, indeed. Uh, 16. So it's going to be 16 points of bludgeoning damage. Uh, plus the rage bonus, which is going to make it 18. And then I need for the orc to make a dexterity saving throw because of my uh, storm aura. Okay. I'm raging right now. He got a 10. Ooh. Yeah, he fails. So he's going to take an additional four points of lightning damage. Holy cow. So what is that? You are destroying this ogre. You're kicking his sorry butt. <laughs> so you swing your hammer and you smack him and there's some cool static coming off of you as you do that and the hair on everyone's uh, neck stands up and you smack him and he's like ah, ah, and his like nice polite voice is going away even though he's pretty intelligent he's just kind of like he's getting really mad he's trying to match your rage because you seem way angrier than him but you're smaller <laughs> so he's offended <laughs> and it, does that end your turn uh, yes, that is uh, everything for my turn. Okay, uh, then it is Gadriel's turn. All right. I, th they're more than five feet apart, right? The ogres? Uh, or are they right no, next? they're pretty much right next to each other. Okay, wonderful. I'm going to use green flame blade. Okay. And uh, so my, my uh, great sword is, so as part of the action, we use the cast this spell. Uh, you must make a melee attack weapon melee attack with a weapon against one creature within the spell's range. On a hit, the target suffers the attack's normal effects and green, green fire leaps from your target to a different creature of your choice that you can s see within five feet of it. And okay. then the second creature takes fire damage equal to my spellcasting modifier. So there you go. Yeah, swing away. So I am going to uh, roll to attack. 
um, I'll attack the... Which one's weaker? Is it the dumb one or the smart one? The, the smart one is way weaker. Smart one He's is, getting right. his plot kicked I'm going to attack that one. 14. To hit? Yeah. You will hit him, yes. Oh, thank God. That was close. Okay. Then I'm going to roll 13 damage to him. Oh. Yeah. You have your great sword just cleaves into this guy. And Some of his guts are spilling out now, <laughs> and he's trying to grab him and put him back in. Uh, he is looking really rough. Great. And uh, green fire jumps off of him and lands on uh, the other ogre uh, like a hot liquid pouring all over him, and he takes sprays five, lava all over him. Takes five fire damage. Okey doke. Green fire damage to be specific. <laughs> <laughs> See, the guy gets sprayed with uh, green-like lava almost, and he's just like, First, he's kind of excited and tries to drink it, and then realizes what it is. (laughs) The other guy's really dumb. Okay, does that conclude your turn? Yep. It is now Belmont's turn. I will use Firebolt on the Intelligent Ogre. Okay. Oh, that is a 22 to hit. You will absolutely hit. 14 points of fire damage. Okay, he is 14 points dead. <laughs> so you shoot your firebolt and you just hit him in the face, and his face just goes, and he falls over. And the other guy looks down and goes, oh, brother, oh, gets really angry. And he's getting like, actually, does that conclude your turn? Uh, yeah. Okay, he's gonna get really angry and swing at. Good drill, because he would be the first one he sees. I'm just thinking, like, looking down, Merrick is probably like just behind Gadriel <laughs> in the way that they're standing, and uh, Belmont is standing a little ways away. And he's going to hit Gadriel because that was pretty most recent. Um, so he's going to try to smack you with his, like, club. tree stump. Yes, his great club st- stump. And he is going to... Mm. He is definitely going to hit you. What yeah. is it? That is 23. Ooh. Yeah, so he's going <laughs> to smack you. He's going to smack you good. That is going to be 14 points of damage. A bludgeoning 14. smack. He just swings it over his head and crashes it down. Like, not enough to kill you, obviously, so you kind of hit your one of your shoulders and just drives it into the ground. You're not prone, I'm just saying. Like, smacks you good. Yeah, and that will conclude his turn. He's like, and he's kind of foaming from the mouth now. He probably has rabies, but just doesn't know it. Oh, God. Oh, and that, sorry, that is now Merrick's turn once again. How far is Merrick from this other ogre? You're uh, 10 feet where you're standing. Okay. Um, oh, no, you'd be five. You're never mind. You're five feet because I just rolled for that. You're five feet right now. Oh, okay. Um, Merrick is going to run over and uh, stab this guy twice. Well, attempt to stab him twice. Okay, okay. Uh, that's going to be ten to hit. That will not hit him, I'm afraid. Ah, stab it a miss. Damn it. Oh, yeah, I'll take this. Oh, that's a crit fail. Oh, that's a crit fail. <laughs> <laughs> you so you uh, take your... What are you fighting with? Scimitars? Yeah. 
You tried to stab his one. Or, uh, short swords. Short swords. I'm sorry. I said scimitar before. Oh, short I, swords. It's, it's all right. I made a boo-boo. <laughs> it's all right. I mean, actually, you didn't. You missed both times. But you <laughs> swing the first time, and you miss. But the second time you swing and he steps out of the way because he's like kind of just stumbling while he's swinging at Kadriel and your sword drives into the tree trunk and is now stuck there. Son of a bitch! Well. I'm going to say that we'll take an action to retrieve it. Fuck that turn. sword. <laughs> does that conclude <laughs> your turn? Like that does, that conclu- does that conclude your turn? Um. Yeah. Okay, now it is Grelcog's turn. Hey, don't worry, we'll pick that off of him after he's in the ground. And my character is still very much raging, and so, um, yeah, swinging. Oh my goodness. All right, I, I can take a picture of this if you need to, but I just, um, I just crit again. I'll <laughs> take your word for it. <laughs> All right, um,. D10. Grelkog needed this, man. He needed to blow off some steam. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um, all right. So it's going to be plus the strength. Uh, that's going to be 20 points of damage, and he's going to have to make another uh, dex saving throw. Okay. Well, how, how much damage? Sorry. Uh, so he. Uh, I rolled an 8 um, on my D10 here because he's swinging with two hands. Um, and then because I crit, that's a 16 plus the four for strength. That's 20. And then, uh, he's going to have to make a dex saving throw because my storm aura happens as long as I'm raging. Okay. So he did 20 damage or you did 20 damage. I did 20 damage and, and he has I'm to make a to saving throw. He makes a dex save. Okay. He gets a 19. All right, he makes the save, so he's going to take half damage on this, so he'll take, oh, jeez, he'll take three points of lightning damage. Okay, you zap him, you smack him, and lightning crackles out and goes through his body, and for a second he, like, lights up, and you guys see that he had a tattoo you didn't notice before that said he loves mom on his right arm. (laughs) (laughs) Does that end your turn? Uh, yeah, that's all I got. All right, Kadriel, it's all you. Yeah, all right, I'm going to, uh, is booming blade on this guy okay. and um, actually you know what I'm gonna do uh, I'm going to use my hex blades curse on him as I from a bonus action it's uh, uh, he's cursed for one minute I get a bonus of damage rolls equal to my proficiency bonus and I can crit at a 19 or 20 and then if the target dies I gain HP equal to my level plus my charisma. That is super cool. How just, does that work? Do you, do you wait, have to like? So you have to make a saving throw or something? That, can't you only use that once a day? Well, per short or long rest. Oh, okay. So I regain it, and so as long as you take a short rest here, relatively soon, <laughs> you get to go. But and then I'm going to use a booming blade, which is part of my action, which is if he moves after he gets hit, he takes lightning damage. Okay, so this bonus action is part of the swing as well. Bonus action before the swing puts that curse on him. So the curse just, just happens. Goes. Yeah, there's oh, no. Okay, that's awesome. Go ahead. And then, uh, and then, yeah, for my action, I'll do the booming blade. Seventeen. Go ahead, smack him. All right, slice him. 
11 damage. Kidok, you slice into him. And he grabs his knee because you like sliced into him. You kneecapped him with with your great sword. <laughs> and he is. Oh wait, I'm sorry, Pete. I totally forgot to add um, my proficiency bonus to that. Didn't we? so an extra two damage because of the curse. Oh, okay, cool. I already forgot about that too. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. Okay, he's still alive, but he's not looking too great. Not almost dead. He's just really angry. He just keeps getting more foam out of his mouth. So that is now Belmont's turn. All right. Uh, I'm going to cast Sacred Flame. Okay. So he has to make a dexterity saving throw. And he gets a 7. So he fails, which means he takes 1d8. I can find my d8 of damage takes three points of radiant damage. Okay. You start burning it as like a light comes out from above? Yeah. And it, the sun like intensifies just on the ogre for a second <laughs> and he's just like, and he puts on sunglasses and goes and he's really, really pissed <laughs> off. They're not nice ones. They're like gas station sunglasses. Um, I think that's gonna do it for me. Okie doke. Then he is going to get really angry and swing at... Grailcog. I had a feeling this was coming. Bring it on, I can take it. Okay. He instant kills you. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm gonna roll I am raging, so I have resistance to um, the bludgeoning damage from him. That is true, and he is going to hit you. He okay, cool. rolls another 23. He's like doing good. He's getting it right back at you. You're critting on him, and he's smacking everybody. It's, so it's here we go. It's the tree, man. It's the tree. He's going to hit you. Yeah, do door. it. Watch Grailcog care. He is going to do all that's halved, so five damage. <laughs> Bludgeoning. He swings and smacks you, but your muscles just kind of repel the smack from his tree trunk. Oh, he, uh... Yeah. Let me see. I think he takes... It did, like, nothing to me. Um... That's can only can, I, can I rebuttal with, uh, yeah. with like just a verbal response? Sure. Huh. You think you're big and tough? I've seen tougher grubs that I smush with my boot. Huh. I don't know, grub. Huh. <laughs> 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 he has no idea what you're talking about. He has never looked that low to the ground before. Uh, and that is the end of his turn, making it Merrick's turn. I'm gonna stab him. It's <laughs> <laughs> a 19. You will stab him. Right. Eight stabby. Eight stabby Danny. You stab him in. Where do you stab him? In the ankle. You stab him in the ankle, and he's like, ah, and he's like wobbling. Oh, he just makes the same noise every time. I'm, I'm creative. I promise. Wait for other monsters to show up, okay, everybody? Yeah, he just keeps yelling, and he's wobbling. And does that conclude your turn? Hey, Mr. Ogre, he, you dying right now? No, me not die. You die. Ah. All right, I'm gonna stab him again. <laughs> same spot. Oh, okay, eleven. 11? You're going to hit him? 11. I hit him? Yeah, you just hit him. All right. All right. Six stabby. Six stabby damage. You just push the sword in deeper into his ankle, and he goes, ah, ah, ah. How about that? Here. 
Are you dying now? Uh, uh, stop. Maybe me and I'll die. You'll die. <laughs> and he's looking really worse for wear. And he can't, he's like hopping around on one foot because you've messed up his Achilles tendon in that foot. Uh, question uh, is action surge. Is that just an ability that I just click in? It's a free action. It's a free action? Yep. But you can only use it once per long rest, if I recall. Ah, uh, perfect. I'm going to bed as soon as we're done with this. All right. <laughs> I've got a full eight hours. All right, here we go. Action surge. Woo! All right. I would like to try to stab him two more times. Okay. I just like to keep pushing the same sword in even farther. <laughs> you just push the hilt in next just, attack. Okay. All right. Uh, that's going to be a 17. Yeah, you're going to stab him. All right. Uh, that's going to be seven stabby. Yeah, he's dead. You just push the sword in, and his ankle just comes off from his leg. And he's like... And he picks up the stump to lift and smash you with it, but accidentally drops it on his own face, crushing his skull, and he's dead. Merrick, looks like he lied to you. He was definitely dying. Yeah, well, looks like he needed a rope of lies. <laughs> he does have rope on his inventory. I'm just joking. <laughs> he has glowing rope. No, I'm just kidding. But he wasn't holding it. That is correct. Yes. And that right there, ladies and gentlemen, is where we will end our session. Ooh. Are we leveling up yet? Yes. You guys, you you had, okay. I thought we leveled Are up. Are we level four? Yes, you did. But I forgot to mention at the beginning of the episode, surprise, everybody listening, we're level four. <laughs> if I was good at this. <laughs> I, you know what? No, I just, I can't even say that phrase. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. You know what? I, qu I quit. I quit. This is it. I'm done. Uh, no, I did a closed door sound right there. My barbarian spellbook um, <laughs> allowed me to uh, see to the future to know that I, uh, I, I was a level four there. <laughs> yes, we were all level four. Anyway, I don't quit. I'm just kidding again. Surprise again. Whatever. I'm bad at surprises. I get it. You're fired until next episode. Edit yeah, a, I know. Edit a opening <laughs> sound. <laughs> yeah, door opening. I'm back in again. Okay. But yeah, that's it. So, this time, nice. student, student, I can't speak. <laughs> Stay tuned for next time to find out who the lady in the tree is. If Girl Cog ever finds his barbarian spell book. If Merrick can pull his sword out of a tree. And many more things. Yeah. All right, guys, thanks for listening. And uh, as always, you can find us on Anchor. Anchor Podcast is where we uh, host our um, all the episodes here. When we're also now on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and please reach out to us on Facebook. Those are all under Tales from Daconia, uh, and uh, Daconia spelled D-A-E-K-O-N-I-A. Please message us, reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you guys. Don't forget about Instagram. And Instagram too, yep. And there's a Twitter, but we're working on just uh, trying to be active with you guys as much as possible. So uh, reach out, let us know what you think. For sure. Like and share. Last but not least, we're going to roll for coolness. I clearly am not cool today. This is mostly for you guys. Oh, oh that was for me. We were really too cool today. Oh, uh, like uh, Not uh, too cool as in we are more cool. We have a two. So that's no good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, have a good night, guys. Farewell. See you.